Alan Jennings was your everyday, average Joe Schmo guy whose one true passion was food. Weight problem? Why wait, Ellie, right now? <laughs> All was fine until Parmistan terrorists kidnapped Alan and stuffed a toxic mustard gas bomb into his stomach and set it to draw closer to explosion with each calorie he intakes. A gas bomb in my stomach? Well, that's nothing new! <laughs> now with the help of Dolph Lundgren and Jillian Michaels, Alan has to work off the fat to save the world. I must break you of your 12-a-day frozen burrito habit. It's hard to armor get you in shape, mister! You should get your face in shape. What was that? I said you should go to space with an ape. Oh yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Gene Siskel says, This is a movie, question mark. And TV's Alan Thicke raves, Remember me? Tofu? More like toad food. <laughs> If he dies, he dies. But so do we then. I'm good with that. With Richard Simmons. Okay, girls, let's see those kicks. Hiya! Suzanne Summers. I'm the sheriff of thighs. Susan Powder. Stop the insanity and start killing bad guys. And Rush Limbaugh as the Soma Blob. You're gonna have to go around. Not even Slick Willie could slide through here. Where's the Slick Willie song? Anybody? I'm gonna pass out now. They are the Expandables. Rated PG-13 for Please Go 13 Times. We are back after a long hiatus. Very long. I almost forgot how to do this. I'm still not sure how to do this. What do we do? Oh, we talk about bad movies. Yeah, That's yeah, right. there we go. Bad movies and all things fun. Oh, don't them. forget. It's Jackie and Sam, people. Oh, right. Jackie yeah. and Sam are also on this show. And you're on the show, too. I am Justin, and I'm on the show. <laughs> it's your show. That's right. Hey! It all comes back. It's like It's like a bicycle. Why don't you fall off, you never forget like how a, bad you scabbed up your knee. <laughs> this, this show's like a bicycle without a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we've had a long hiatus. Jackie and I toured England and met some other good podcasters that uh, had to have some good times. Didn't get, have any movie experience at all while we were over there at all. Like We didn't watch a single movie, so basically... You are our key, Sam, to all things that have happened while we've been absent. Didn't you watch some shit in the on the plane that was? Oh awful? yeah, I watched Amazing Spider-Man too, and it is not, uh, not good. I fell asleep. Would it, it was so stupid. Would it have been better with the weird ending where the guy from Coldplay yes. makes out with? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it still had a weird ending, and it sucked. Yeah. I think it's the worst Spider-Man I've ever seen, and I don't know how they just like Sony is like, you know what? This is the Marvel flagship. Let's just, you know, let's just half-ass this. It's fine. People will go because it's Spider-Man. And I guess people go because it's Spider-Man. Spider -Man. But it is not good. No. In any way, shape, or form. No. Real, real dumb. But anyways, uh, I digress. 
That's a movie don't, people. Well, uh, and then on the way back, we were we were stuck between a choice of The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which I quite enjoy, and I watched again, and I yeah. enjoyed it the second time, and Godzilla. Oh, which, which, which we've, already my, disc- we've already covered the... In my desperateness to fall asleep on the on the plane, let me give you a hint on what it what, why I can't sleep on planes or how bad planes are for me. I took a full twenty milligram Ambien, two shots of of Jack or Jim Beam Black, which is forty five percent, not forty, so it's it's heavier stuff, and then an entire bottle of wine. Could not fall asleep, so I rewatched Godzilla, hoping that it would put me to sleep. I have now seen Godzilla. Three times. What? <laughs> I couldn't do when it. When was the second time? Twice on the plane. Yeah, it just starts it over oh, once it's no. done. I tried so hard to fall asleep that I was like, please, mm. please put me to sleep. And it could not put me to sleep. I hate flying oh. that much that it just keeps me awake. That's bad. That was awful. Well, I want to give a sneaker man a shout out to Ben, who lives in Murrayboro, England. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. England. Uh, yeah, Ben Taylorson from the uh, Dog Never Dies podcast. Yes. We enjoyed your company greatly. Yes. And talking movies with you. It was fantastic. Yeah, I would highly recommend the Dog Never Dies podcast. It's a new podcast about disaster movies only. The, hmm. the genre of disaster movies. And it's quite astute. Ben makes some very uh, interesting observations about uh, uh, disaster movies. And some of those disaster movies, I'm sure, will eventually creep their way into Sneaker Madness. Uh, but anyways, let's move on to the uh, running segment of the streaming do's and don'ts, which Sam is the only person who has any experience with streaming do's and don'ts this week. But we're going to get it started with Tom Selleck as Jesse Stone yep. in Stone Cold. Stone Cold would be the first one. Now, the thing is, is that Tom Selleck just manages to keep the attention of a viewer despite... Because he's handsome or... I don't... He just has it. Whatever it is, he's got it. Like, in The Three Amigos, when Martin Short sung the story, and he's like, young man, you have got it. Yes. That's what he has. So Whatever <laughs> that is. So does Tom Selleck have it, or is it Jesse Stone has it? No, or it's Knight Tom Selleck sells it. it. Because, ordinary, I mean, the character himself, I think, sort of uh, panders to some of my own sensibilities, because Jesse Stone is a cop that gets... a detective that gets fired from the NYPD because he gets drunk on the job during his divorce. Okay. Good job. so he cleans it up and becomes the sheriff of this town, but he still drinks his scotch when he's off duty pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then when he gets into a situation where he has to do some serious police work, he, like, quits drinking for a few days, solves the crime, and then gets pissed drunk on scotch afterwards. Well, yeah, because that's when the detox started hitting you real bad yeah. after, like, day two. Day two, yeah. Well, he usually, it's sort of a, the night before, he's like, gotta bust some shit up tomorrow, not gonna have any scotch. Bust the shit up, goes home, gets drunk on scotch. So is he, like, a tough cop, or? He's, like, tough old man, because he's older, and he's, the character's older, uh, to give you an idea, in the second one, the night what night, is it? Night passage. Night passage. That's actually a He's prequel. Got a this is <laughs> it's a prequel to Stone Cold, even though it's made on the first novel. So they bring him into this town called Paradise, and Paradise is north of Baltimore or Boston. I can't remember which one, but it's just north enough that this sleepy little town has all of this big city crime. <laughs> And they bring him in because they think he's going to be easy to control. They got another thing coming. (laughs) 
So you there's not enough the, scotch in this little town. The introduction, <laughs> Paradise's introduction to Jesse Stone is on his first day on the job. In the first hour that he's the sheriff, he comes in, or he's the police chief because you can't hire you can't hire a sheriff; it's elected or whatever. He's the police chief. Uh-huh. So he uh, does a domestic violence call right after taking the job, or right after assuming the position, and it's Stephen Baldwin who's the bad guy. Oh, God, he sucks. And he's like, what are you going to do? I've got a restraining order. All they're going to do is make me pay a fine. I'll just pay the fine. I'll be back here doing what I want. Jesse Stone plays by his own set of rules. So when the law doesn't work, he makes it work. What does he do? He just kicks him right in the fucking nuts. <laughs> just fucking hard you one. Swear? With You're not like, he's standing there, Stephen Baldwin's like, ha, 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 and he just socks it like hard kick one of the best movie kick in the nuts I've ever seen wow just kicks him right in the nuts and like that's high praise that's what are you that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna kick you in the nuts <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do about that and he's gonna be like oh my nuts hurt <laughs> but and then eventually you know he fucking shoots him but that's towards the end of the movie um spoiler alert. what I will say well yeah the spoiler for every Jesse Stone movie I'm just gonna if you don't know that the old guy that likes to get drunk is going to shoot the bad guy, you probably shouldn't be watching the movie. Yeah, no. he's an old guy who's a drunk. He's not going to run. He's like, uh, fuck you, buddy. Bam, bam, bam. How many I, of these movies are there? There's nine. Holy oh, God. shit. How many did you watch? Two. I would have watched all of them, but I didn't have enough time. Anyway, and they're not all on there. There's only, like, five on there. And there was gaps, so I didn't want to, like, on miss Netflix, anything. you should say. I don't know that these are a do. These are a do if you like Tom Selleck. They're CBS made-for-TV movies. Mm-hmm. Very high production. They don't make them anymore because they were costing too much money. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell that they cost a pretty penny when you're watching them. And they're very, like, methodically slow-paced crime films. Very in-genre crime films, so... I have no idea what business CBS had making these movies other than they like Tom Selleck. Too. So are they like are they like the Left Behinds where they if are, you watch one you're stuck? Oh no, I I I, will, I thoroughly enjoy them. Even though what they are is they're the detective novels that your father and my father reads mm-hmm. set to screen. Philip K. Dick the movie? No, like the Elmore Leonard. Elmore Leonard. It's not Elmore movie, Leonard. Yeah. The guy that writes these isn't. Um, He's somebody I can't think of his name, but uh, yeah, they're they're hard boiled detective on screen. Gotcha. But huh. he's a you know small town guy. It's good characterization for made for TV movies. They're better than most that I've seen in a long time, but they're also the only made for TV <laughs> movies I've seen in a long time. So true, grain true. of salt, I say do. I've given you enough warnings to don't if it's not your thing. Fair enough. Well, moving on to. Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman in The Sum of All Fears. I have very little to say about this movie because it stinks. I think it stinks. It stinks. Yeah, I've seen this movie. I, I would give it a no. I, I remember that it came out and I was like, this sucks. I think this was the beginning of like, this Ben Affleck guy sucks. sucks. Like, downfall to Ben Affleck. Because yeah. it was right... It wasn't long after Mallrats and, and the, the Kevin Smith stuff that he started getting like not not long after goodwill hunting which i also don't think is a very good i don't movie. like that movie but this this is not very long after goodwill hunting like oh ben affleck's the guy and it was like mm, mm, this is this is mm. one of those that like leads him into daredevil yeah and pearl oh, harbor and armageddon daredevil and, was terrible pearl harbor is at least an ensemble cast this is 
really just him. You mean Armageddon? Arm? No, Armageddon was so was Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor it had Hartnett, Kubigan Jr. There was a bunch of people that played. I didn't watch it. I would not call the that shit's a like cast. three I hours a long movie with some guys have, in it. Kate Beckinsale's in it. Armageddon is an ensemble cast. That shit sucks too. It sucks ass. But uh, well, he got into bed with Michael Bay too too many times. Yes, yes. at least that I can think of. But apparently, he's a really good actor though. And a decent director. Yeah. But, All right. And a funny guy if you ever watch his commentaries or commentaries with Kevin Smith movies that he's in. So we're three ways no on some of All Fears. Yeah. It no. was my my reason for watching it is that I watched Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit with Chris Pine, and I was like, ah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good, but then I see this, and I was like, ah, shit, this is the only Jack Ryan movie I've never seen. I should watch it. If you're in the same boat, don't. Yeah. Yeah, Stay I, away. Yeah, don't. You will uh, not care about Jack Ryan quite as much. Um, <clears throat> so there you go. There's your Netflix and uh, Amazon do's and don'ts. We will have more the next time because we'll try to watch some more. Although we're getting into the teeth of, of things in the year. We've got we've got non-movie watching ahead of us because we've got the football. Football. And we've got the the Marvel Agents of Shield and whatever other bullshit show Fox can try to convince us to watch for oh, one season before fuck. they cancel it. I just I had that and I forgot to remember what their replacement. It looks shitty. That mm. is good radio. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> They've replaced. The There's a best thing. Robot cop and show. Maybe well, we should we watch should, it. The almost human. Robot Cop, the TV show, been tried so many times, that was easily the best attempt, and it still didn't make it. So, those of you out there thinking about pitching Robot Cop, the TV show, it's undoable. Don't take it to Fox. Uh, so, speaking of television, I want to bitch about something for a little bit, because mm. there's something happening with the world, and I don't know what it is. But while we were in England, there's we saw adverts, they're called adverts. Oh, Yes. For a new TV show that is left behind the TV show. And I kid you not, left behind the TV show. And it has some B-listers in it. I can't think of any off the top of my head except for uh, Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler, who's got the face of John Elway for some reason and everybody loves her. But, yeah, she's in it and some other equally level people. Now... It is left behind the TV show. Everybody gets raptured. Okay. And it's called... Did they solve the problem of what happens to the poop in this one? I don't believe so, because I did not see the show, but I'm guessing not. Because it turns out it's a new TV show brought to you by Home Box Office. Hmm. It is an HBO TV show. Like, that's their replacement to Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. That when, when that's done, this is the next big thing. Is And it's called The Leftovers. Your lasagna will never be the same. <laughs> that's exactly oh. right. That's the best that they could do, was The Leftovers. Fucking terrible. Why is Left Behind a thing that people are like, this is a good concept. We should go with this. Now... Oh, are you done bitching about I am, that? Well, no, I'm probably not done bitching, because I can bitch about... Because I'm going to bitch about a, a, a startup show, too, here. Oh, well... Go ahead. Keep bitching. That's all I have to say. I just muffled the thunder. I'm angry. Why, why, why... I don't... It's not that I want to bitch. It's that I want somebody to answer me 
why is left behind a thing that people are doing that why is, is like the oh this is going to be good biblical stuff hot right now biblical stuff is mega hot now that's Super where hot. i'm going is um i watched cuz amazon is now going to do original programming for prime mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're doing prime is its test audience sure and so i watched perlman's uh show that he's pitching you mean Ron Perlman? Yes, Ron Perlman, and it's got um, the ageless and beautiful... Uh, Raquel Welch. No, China Beach. Oh, Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney. God, she still looks good. Hmm. It's a hot woman. She was just in another TV... She was Jesse Stone as a woman. No, she was the coroner. Yeah. She was an assistant coroner that solves crimes, which yeah. is dumb. Right. But she's still hot. Uh, anyway, that show... Is, in essence, he's a judge that decides that he has to take the law into his own hands on these open cases. Okay. And he gets an ex-con to help him. Which is stupid he's the judge. Yeah. It shouldn't be an open case if you have a problem with it. Because well, they're open the cases judge. because the police haven't solved them. Oh. So how does... Oh, continue. Right yeah. with plot holes right And now. then he gets a guy from prison... That's a little bit of a wild card to help him be the enforcer, which is exactly the show Hardcastle and McCormick. Aha! Now, you can't sell Hardcastle and McCormick with a car anymore, so what's the replacement to the car? God. What? He's, God's telling him. God damn it. And you're watching it, and you're like, okay, he's just going nuts. He's crazy. And at the very end of the pilot... Tell me God shows up. The, uh... All of his suspicions are confirmed by then the guy that plays the driver that's killing, like he kills a man and he's burying him and he gut shoots him so that he can get whatever information he can out of him. Sure enough, he did do the rape murder or whatever it was. So he, God's giving him the hunches. He's got God hunches and he's got the guy from Raising Hope is a violent God guy that kills people. It's fucking terrible. Well, from what I understand of the Bible, God loves nothing more than vigilante justice. So, there you go. Top tip. Well, uh, it isn't thou shalt not kill, it's thou shalt not murder. Unless that guy really pisses you off. Yeah. Well, that it's not murder if he pissed you off, I guess. So, why don't we just go ahead and on that note, move on to Stinger Thinkers. Stinger Thinkers! And do you have a brought to you by sound I do. today? Stinker Thinkers today is brought to you by disgusting sounds. Oh, okay. All right. So once again, gentlemen, these all have something oh, in common. Score update: twenty-two thirteen. Sam getting my ass kicked. Okay, the first one: your dome away from home. Biodome. That's it. God damn it! Twenty-three thirteen. Tagline: He's a relative nightmare. Country girl Rebecca begins college in Los Angeles. There she meets Crawl, a student who is crazy, unpredictable, and wild. Encino Man. No. God damn it. During the holiday, she brings him... On the farm? No. God damn it. Something like that, though. Son-in-law. Son-in-law. They're all Polly Shore movies. 
You have to hit the no, button. No, I thought you just go with the, the bonus uh, one. He, yeah, he already said it. I can't give you points, Justin. Sorry, but he, he cheated. Got it. No, you just go. We've never had to push the button for the yeah, he, bonus. He might have cheated, but he said it No, first. we didn't. No, we've never pushed the button for the bonus. You just yell the bonus when you Damn get it. it. I yeah. hate this game. Sleep tight, America. The safety of the free world rests in his hands. Oh. Bones and Jack are two guys. Polly Shore is dead. No. With very little going right in their lives, the two decide to join the army as part of the water. In the army now. Yep, that's it. Ah, three to nothing. God damn, Holy Shore! It's actually four to nothing. Three to nothing because you guys both didn't get in son-in-law. Oh, that's right. That's right. I so couldn't remember the name of that movie, but it's on a ranch. Yeah. Thirteen. I thought I was on the right track with Encino Man, and I was. It turns out. So there you go. Hopefully, you guys did better than I did at home. Uh, Sam. Bullshit. Showdown in Little Tokyo is directed by one Stinker Madness favorite, Mark L. Lester, mm-hmm. from... Three times now? This will be three times on the show? I don't show? think we've done any of Mark L. Lester's. Really? I thought we did. No. Okay, go ahead. We've done do's and don'ts with him, mm. because he did... Uh, Red Scorpion. No. Oh. He did Roller Boogie. Roller Boogie, yes. Truck Stop Women. Oh, yeah. Both class of 1984 and 1999. Yeah, we just did 1999. Yeah, Firestarter Commando, among many other greats. Mm-hmm. This guy this guy can weave a yarn made of crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lundgren is basically the apex of his career in this film. He, he's established himself as a solo actor, and he's really going down in flames at this point. Yes. He's already done uh, Masters of the Universe, I Come in Peace, Red Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, uh, the, the, the big one. Um, well, obviously he came out with Rocky, Rocky Four, but uh, wasn't there another like mega Lundgren movie at that point? Okay, go ahead. Uh, in fact, afterwards, like this one, they bring him in sort of as a way to help the Brandon Lee vehicle. We're going to make Brandon Lee a star, whereas his next movie, Universal Soldier, is like Van Damme. Can you prop this Universal guy up? Universal Soldier, that's the one I'm thinking of. It's the next one, okay, and that's gotcha. more like... Which, honestly, is his best acting performance. You'd think after that, maybe, but I think people had had enough. So he sort of moves into DTV stuff after that. Uh, this actually was only released in several countries in theaters. It was mostly released on, on video. Brandon Lee, this is his second English film. His first English film, Laser Mission, I have, is not good. Laser Mission. It's super low budget, real hard to watch. Uh, his first uh, leading role was... In Legacy of Rage, which was actually a Cantonese-language film made out of Hong Kong, which most people have not seen. Which most people will know Brandon Lee from being The Crow. The Crow, yes. That's where this gets him. His next picture, Rapid Fire, he's the star, soul, billing. I think that's probably his best film. A lot of people will say The Crow. (laughs) Obviously, The Crow is his biggest... Film. And I think the crow has problems because he gets killed in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, that's a real bad problem. Uh, now, oddly enough, the circumstances. <laughs> At least you don't have to pay him. Oh. God damn you it. pay him more. There was a huge lawsuit in the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm so, sure. Didn't he die the same way as that guy from uh, uh, that TV show that you were just trying to convince me on? The, the, the prop gun. The TV show. That t- that c- silly TV show, the time-traveling kid and the good-looking Swedish man. 
It was like I... The Adventurers? I don't think it was called The Adventurers, but it was something like that. Yeah. Real cheesy and hokey, but he was the guy from the TV show for that had the theme song. I need a hero! This is very the first one to bust out in song. Yeah. Congratulations. Like three minutes, that's a long time. That's a, that song? He, he uh, stuck the prop gun to his head and the blank uh, the uh, pressure ruptured, gave him a... Uh, hemorrhage. Hemorrhage, yeah, hemorrhage his brain. I had no idea. From it, yeah. That's very inspecific. Some guy I thought Brandon shot Lee himself. died from a gun. So here's how it happened. Uh, normally, they use dummy rounds so that when the camera's pointed directly at the gun, you can see the bullets inside the chamber of a revolver. They're, they're blanks. No, the, for the shots where you need to see... Because they're not even going to shoot blanks at a camera. Oh, I see what you're saying. When the gun is pointed directly rounds. at the camera. Yeah, dummy yeah. rounds. Okay. So rather... Then, by dummy rounds, mm-hmm. the prop department saved some cash and pulled the bullets out of live rounds and dumped the live powder out of them and put the bullets back in. Ooh. The blasting cap is still in the round. Oh, that's so dumb. So when they pulled the trigger in the shot that doesn't <clears throat> have the blast, there's enough pressure to get the bullet mm-hmm. into the barrel. Then, when they load the gun for the blanks... It has a bullet in the barrel, oh, and the blank oy, oy, launches oy, 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 the forty-four oy. into Brandon Lee that and kills him. That is so dumb. Yep. That is like the pinnacle of ineptitude. That's re- Well, you killed an up-and-coming. What Oops. I really feel like, you know, after Seagal and Van Damme's sort of in the middle of his career right now, mm-hmm. Brandon Lee's five years younger than Van Damme, I think that... He may have bridged the gap. We went a long time without a predominant martial arts action star. He could have been it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the top tip for Scott Adkins. Take note. Well, actually, top tip for be Scott safe. Adkins is start start rattling some cages, dude. Yeah. You need to be in more movies. You're fucking awesome. <laughs> start kicking people in throats. Yeah. Take a note of Jesse Stone's book. Am I in this? Am I Batman yet? No. Swift kick right in the nuts. Until you're Batman, just keep kicking now? balls. How about now? Every the eastern and western seaboard sore nuts. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Gotta move on. Keep an eye out for uh, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Don't know who that is. And Toshiro Obata. Oh, yes. You will know them when you see them. They're the guys that are in every karate movie. The Chinese Chichi Also, Chong. Charles Kalani Jr., a.k.a. Professor Toru Tanaka. Mm. He's not Odd Job. He's not the guy from that throws the shoe, but right. he looks like him. He's in The Running Man. The three of them all get mistaken oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. each I other. Who, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Uh, Tia Carrere is in this movie as well. As um, such films as Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2. A, and True Lies. A is, set of cans that are definitely not hers. Ah. Yeah, there's some stunt, stunt boobs. Stunt boobs. Ernie Lively. She's keep no eye, vanity. Keep an eye out for Ernie Lively, father of Blake and Eric Lively, one of the Lively clan in there. Gotcha. They're a Lively clan. Now, uh, this movie was extensively re-edited. One, to get rid of the NC-17 rating that it originally got labeled with, two, to make it move faster, and three, to make it more of a Brandon Lee movie and less of a Dolph Lundgren movie, so they take out all of Dolph Lundgren's introductory scenes, so you get to keep an eye out. When you're watching this film, 
think about, oh, this is the first time Dolph Lundgren is in the movie, and then he does something, and it's fucking ridiculous, and it's it's something to keep track of. Nice. Also, keep an ear out for the most homoerotic line ever spoken in an action film completely out of place. It just doesn't make sense. Can I jerk you off? Please do. It's worse than that. Uh. It's really, really bad. Okay. That is the... Well, the movie is not streaming uh, currently that I know of, uh, uh, legally. And uh, you can get it, though, on a four-pack with Rumble in the Bronx and... uh, it's the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, somebody else. It's in this awesome karate kung fu pack, four pack on Amazon, and it's only like eight bucks. Two day shipping, easy peasy. <clears throat> so, uh, for our improv, Jackie or Sam and I will be playing the role of Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee, who are will be as the as the what was the tagline of the movie? Is they two. I don't know specifically, but the Yakuza goes down from their feet or something. Yeah, we, Basically, we they kick the shit out of the Yakuza with, with their our, feet. With our feet. Yeah. And Jackie will be playing the role of a Canadian witch doctor. A Canadian orthopedic, orthopedic witch, witch doctor <laughs> as played by Tia Carrere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Boy, my feet sure do hurt a whole bunch. Taking number 17 and number 18. That is us. Let us go. I think it is us. You know, you really look good in those pants. Thank you. Like, really good. Would you like to jerk me off? I uh, what's that? I don't know. It's like <laughs> they made dockers just for your lower body. Oh, thank you. <laughs> my feet hurt. My feet hurt, too, from kicking. Oh, our- oh welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome. You have hurt feet? You sit down. You sit down. Take off shoes. Those are nice pants. <laughs> Those are nice doggers. They make yours just for you? Yes, I think so, apparently. Take off your shoe. Let me see your piggies. All right. What's the big problem? Nice pants? I, I have kicked too many Yakuza people in the I face. I wasn't talking to you, not nice pants. Okay. I have kicked too many Yakuza in the face, and I have sprained it. Sprained ankle. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Big bump. Big bump. I bet you have other big bump, too. (laughs) (laughs) In those dockers. (laughs) Hold on. I I make you something for your spring. Ching chong ching. Ching chong ching. Crush these spices up. Okay, you drink this. It's cockball. You drink this for your ankle. You drink. I'm sorry. It's what? Just drink cockball. Here. Do the cock. Cock Cockball. So, okay, uh, not nice, pal. What do you want? My, my feet are bruised from kicking too many Yakuza. Are you sure you're Canadian? <laughs> yes. I got passport everything. What wrong with your feet? You take off those socks. They look dirty. I don't want to touch. Okay, here's my, here's my socks. They're <laughs> off. Oh, oh. Look those big balls on the bottom of your feet. Ooh. You have nice pant too? You have nice pants at home? I, I forgot my nice pants. You are you are correct. Those are nice big balls on your feet. Look like blister. Hold on, we, we make some medicine for you. I come in tube. Little squirty on the tube, you know what I mean? You little squirrely on the tube. Little squirt on your finger, you rub it on. 
Rub, rub, rub. Oh. Does that make you hot in your not nice pants? It makes if my... I rub your balls? It makes my feet feel sticky. Yes, yes. Oh, it help with your balls on your feet. If I rub your foot right here, I, I... does that make your other balls go big, big? I don't know what that means. How you doing, Mr. Nice Pants? How your ankle? Uh, surprisingly good. Okay. Okay, gentlemen, now you take off your pants and show me your... I mean, you just put back on your socks and me secretary show you out. Let's get to the shop. You know what? This is why I voted for Ritmit Romney. This this universal health care is just not doing it. But don't. Get to the chopper!